0: it's always game day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata.
1: We are back on it's always game day in Cincinnati. Let's hit on a little wide receivers and then we'll get to this uh, MVP talk that is taking over NFL social media when the season is still far from over. T Higgins. It's so wild because we talked about it on the podcast Sunday. It just felt like he should have had a touchdown because he had himself a night. It was great. I thought he was going to hit 200 the way T Higgins was going. The connection was there. One of the things we talked about or just overall, I think it was in the minds of a lot of Bengals fans when Jamar Chase went down and he was going to be out for three to four to six. Nobody knew when Jamar Chase was going to return. And We still don't technically know, but we'll get to more of that from optimistic news from Zach Taylor on Monday. T. Higgins was going to be that guy. There were a lot of teams in the NFL who would love to have T. Higgins as their number one receiver, and he would be their number one receiver on their team. I think, I thank God every day that the Packers passed on him, and he came right to Cincinnati with that first pick in the second round. Great job by the front office, and I'm sure they were smiling really big when he was available in the early second round. Let's talk T. Higgins night. We saw him him have a day. We saw a lot of people have a day when it comes to this offense. Uh, Samaj P. Ryan, Trent Irwin, but, uh, but T. T
2: was awesome. Um, he won in every way possible as a wide receiver. He won short underneath. He ran curls, hitches, things that came back to the quarterback. He ran slants. He ran short in breakers, caught those. He did a little bit of yak stuff. He, catch the ball and run after the catch. He's, he's faster than you think. I think when you watch him, he looks a little slower than he actually is and then work down the field. And this is something I wanted them to do since that Browns game. I know he caught that big dunk in the Browns mm-hmm. game to, you know, catch a touchdown, but he had two plays in that Browns game. He should have caught another touchdown. He smokes the corner and they just grab on. And one of it's one of it gets called one of them doesn't, um, is what it is, but this game, he smokes. I believe it's Levi Wallace, and I'm sorry if I have uh, sl- slandered him without, <laughs> with it, if it wasn't him, but I believe it was Levi Wallace. T is on the outside, and he's not jamming him. T goes up, takes four steps to the outside, so he's really trying to press into the outside, and Levi Wallace kind of turns with him, and then he swims over the top to get back inside and starts sprinting a field on an inside release go, and Levi actually turns and he tries to grab because he's like he's, he's in the oh crap territory of I'm getting smoked here. So he tries to grab misses and then T is just running wide open down the field on this go route. And this was actually one of Burrow's only slight misses. Um, there's, you know, there's misses where you throw an uncatchable ball. This was a miss where he turned it from what could have been a touchdown into just to the like 2-yard line because if he kept that ball slightly more inside T scores in my opinion. I think it was the right length on the throw. I think it was just a tiny bit too outside because it led him out of bounds. But that's a touchdown if if he keeps it in back, if he keeps it straight down the line, and uh, throws it so that T can keep running straight. Awesome game, just just an awesome game. He won in every way. And I, there's so many guys out there that still just use their bogus draft report on T Higgins of well, he's a jump ball guy. He's a, he's a guy, You he won't get separation, but you can just throw the ball up and you'll catch it. Yeah, he can do that. He's really awesome at getting separation. He's really smart. He's really, he's really quick for his size. He shouldn't be able to sink and move like that, but he does. These weren't a ton of contested catches. He's smoking these corners, and he doesn't get the respect he deserves. They didn't even have him on his best route, and he goes for 148 yards. He didn't run a single dig route that I remember. They used Joe Mixon on that, but they didn't use T. And that's his best route. Like if he ran that and caught it, yeah, sure. Oh, he runs that one route really, really well. But you know, other than that, he's a jump ball, he's not he's not a jump ball guy. I'm tired of this disrespect that he gets uh, mostly on the internet, but podcasts everywhere. It's just, it's wrong. (laughs) It's like, could you go on a podcast and say Jamar chase is still just a jump ball guy or he, he doesn't, you know, he's not that fast or something like that, that they're able to say in pre-draft. No, you can't say that, but because T is a guy that they don't watch. They don't watch as much. They get away with saying this stuff. And I think it's wrong. He's really good at everything when it comes to being a wide receiver.
1: Yeah, and um, I think one of the things, if you could even go back to the AFC Championship game late late in the second half and even just in the overtime, just, just, not, just in general, some of the catches that he had against the Kansas City Chiefs, I'm like, okay, there's T. Higgins, um, just to kind of help them get in scoring range and really just kind of felt that with T. Higgins. Because obviously the Kansas City Chiefs, they weren't going to let Jamar Chase eat. In that game and and you have your other receiver when you have uh, t higgins healthy and nobody will ever take away the super bowl touchdown for me i don't care if uh, some people out there will say it should have been a flag i don't care only That's- if it's thrown yeah i did no i never mind i'm not my back.
2: common saying with this offensive pass interference stuff is only offensive pass interference if that official doesn't like you they do not call offensive pass interference in the nfl and you see it every week <laughs>
1: Mm-hmm, 100%, and oh, 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 we're not getting into the officials because I can't stand them. They're absolutely,
2: Defensive pass interference, you can breathe on a guy and get that. The Mike Hilton that happened to, but offensive pass interference, use it. It's a weapon. <laughs>
1: like 100%. If I'm a quarterback, I'm throwing the ball down the field half the time, and I'm like, it's going to be a flag. It's going to be a flag. I'm going to tell my receiver, just get close enough. Just oh, get Joe close Flacco enough.
2: and Torrey Smith used to be the king of the underthrow, jump into that corner, get the big play.
1: The whole stuff is absolutely wild. They do the taunting. I want to say it happened last night in the Monday night football game where uh, one of the Arizona players pointed his finger. DeAndre
2: Hopkins. Yeah, uh, He caught a ball and then he pointed at the two guys that were covering him.
1: You love how I didn't even know the player, DeAndre Hopkins. I'm like, oh, it's one of the Arizona players. Something
2: small Arizona receiver. He's okay. was probably Greg Dortch. Yeah, you know? he's,
1: good. He's, good. he's really good. I just, I'm not really, Arizona's so boring that I'm just kind of like, I phased them out. I'm actually all in on the 49ers. Not all in, because I know how Bengals fans feel about them. Sorry, those Super Bowls were before my time.
2: Round but, three. How many times can they beat them in the Super Bowl row? In my opinion, two. Let's go Bengals.
1: Dude, it's riding's on the wall. And, and I know, I know, believe us, we know it's hard to get back 100%. It's hard to get to the playoffs, and that is not guaranteed right now. But both of those teams, 6-4 and four right now, getting hot at the right time, that offense looks like a lot of fun with Christian McCaffrey. I like their tight end. You look at this offense, if Jamar Chase is getting healthy and coming back, it just feels like, wow, these two teams right now are just set for, for this long run in the back half of the the season. So I don't know, maybe it's wishful thinking
2: both competing with bird teams for their division. Yeah. Like that,
1: but it's kind of, it kind of just gets you right in the heart. There's two reasons why I think about the 49ers and I'm not trying to make this a Super Bowl podcast, but we're going to bring it up. One of my favorite Joe Burrow games was Joe Burrow in the fourth oh, yeah, quarter I'm versus sure. the 49ers. He was unbelievable. And I'm still – no offense to Zach because I, I don't like to hammer Zach or get on Zach. You made the Joe, wrong call. When but, Joe like, Burrow is cooking in the fourth quarter, you're not going to let him cook in overtime. Like, I just – you know, it's okay. It's okay that It happens. was
2: not the only time that year he played for the field goal. I think he learned from his uh, mistakes a little bit. and he, He's a little bit more aggressive about that now, letting Joe do his thing. But, yeah, there that was – That was a game you were right to criticize. Anybody would be right to criticize Zach Taylor in that moment because how do you not give Burrow the shot to win that game? But whatever, we're past. I'm not going to get mad about that game. That was an amazing half of football from Joe Burrow. I wish they let him play more in overtime.
0: eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love,
1: If you ever just need a little Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase highlights because you don't see enough, go back and watch that game. I mean, the touchdowns, they they were so in sync.
2: The sluggo he throws to Jamar Chase on the right sideline for the touchdown is an amazing throw. It's one of the best throws and catches of Joe Burrow to Jamar Chase in their entire career. It's not even the best one they made in that game.
1: No, but the connection. Like if you watch it early on and how he knows Jamar's going to be there and Jamar knows Joe's getting it's absolutely insane and I and even though that game was like really hard it was like man they should have won that game not really cuz the beginning of the game was special teams errors and they were really giving the 49ers great field position um I want to say they they lost two of the balls they um, lost
2: they muffed two punts that was the, yeah. the week Darius Phillips went on IR
1: and never came back um sorry that was a way to cut him (laughs) that was was it we knew he wasn't coming back after that but yeah so it was that game and then the 49ers were dropped in or were they dropped interception away in the nfc championship game from beating the rams
2: um yes jerquisky tart dropped a jimmy garoppolo interception
1: i mean I I mean I know the LA being home playing in the Super Bowl stuff was was what they wanted. It was perfect for them. They got their Hollywood ending. But the Niners and Bengals round three would have been absolutely amazing to watch. And I take Cincinnati by two scores in that game. Not this year, because it's a two I just feel like they're I, I I really I think the Niners are one of the best teams in the NFC right now. I don't think that's a hot take. Uh
2: uh I look, ride or die, I'm still with my Eagles.
1: You can. That's fine. Let's talk MVP. Speaking of the Eagles, because there are people.
2: Not Jalen like, after that game, sadly.
1: No, 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 no. But there are people that are still on the Jalen Hurts bandwagon. Patrick Mahomes leading. By game far game. the favorite. Man, nobody. But you know what? People are leaving out. I don't. Zach. I don't
2: think he's set to win. I. I think I would pick him to win, but I don't think he's like it in. But mm-hmm. by far the Vegas favorite, one to two odds. These are terrible odds. Guys, this is this is a, a football game odds to vote for MVP. This is like trying to bet on, uh, you know, Bengals, Titans. You probably get the same odds.
1: You didn't even let me tell my joke. I was going to add Zach oh, so Wilson in there. Come on.
2: Uh, let's better leave him out of
1: this. No, but that's obviously not a good joke. He's a, <laughs> he's not, a, <laughs> I don't know what he is. Honestly, if they just had a capable um, quarterback, they would be in the, they would be, Probably leading their division. Um, but at the moment they don't. And um, the Bengals played the Jets at their best. That's all we can say when Joe Flacco was in school. <laughs> I mean, honestly. Uh, but let's let's go back to the conversation. On it, it feels like it's gonna be really hard for Patrick Mahomes to lose the MVP race. Personally, there's bigger fish to fry. I don't care. I'd rather let's talk playoffs, let's talk playoff wins, let's get there, maybe division title, super bowl. MVP is exciting and fun to be in that conversation. Are you a little surprised Joe Burrow is so low? Like, he, he there's some people, even Peter King, who I really respect his opinion, had him at 10.
2: Ooh, 10. I yeah. think in Vegas, odds, he's like five, four or five. So that's that That feels right. Peter King, Ted, doesn't feel right. Um, I think he should be around top five right now. The thing is, there... MVP voters don't watch every game. I'm sorry to MVP voters when I say this. It's just a lot of football to watch. And they're not, you know, if they are going to watch every game, they're probably not dissecting it uh, very intensely. So what they're going to look at, they're going to look at primetime games. Those are huge. And what happened in the primetime games for the two guys we've talked about? Joe Burrow, not really his fault. He didn't play poorly, but he was sped up and he didn't have a great game. Patrick Mahomes, when he's been in primetime played well, just let another come back for fourth quarter comeback with a minute left in the game. So that's what they're going to look at. They're going to see Patrick Mahomes do that. They're going to see him do it without Tyreek Hill, who is doing awesome stuff with the Dolphins and the Chiefs offense rolls on. They won't give Andy Reid looks at Coach of the Year because they're tired of a one-time Coach of the Year getting that award, but they're going to look at Patrick Mahomes as MVP, and rightfully so. I don't mean to discredit him at all. I think I would vote for him as MVP right now if he gave me a ballot, but they look at those primetime games, they look at your record, they look at box score stats. These are the, probably the most important things that, when it comes to these MVP votes. So they st- Bengals still have primetime games to come. I would not be surprised if one of their games gets flexed into primetime from where it is right now. But also, that, because they have one flexed out, you can do that. So You're right. they, they might flex one in, and if he plays well in that game. That's a boost. If he plays well enough, he beats the Chiefs. He beats the Bills. Some guys look at that head-to-head stuff. I think it's a little bit of nonsense because it's like, well, (laughs) yeah. Mahomes struggled against the Bengals defense and Burrow played well against the Chiefs defense, but it's not like Burrow played the Bengals defense and Mahomes played the Bengals defense. It wasn't really that way, but whatever. Uh, They'll look at that. They'll look at Burrow beat Mahomes and Allen. The two guys I had ahead of him. Wow. Maybe I need to look at this guy a little bit more and he still has a chance to boost his stats. His worst stats have come in, in divisional games, sadly, but he's got a lot of games to prove he could do this. And then all of that considered, what the, the box score stats, he can improve that. He's got some primetime games. He can beat the guys ahead of him. Those are the ways Joe Burrow is going to win MVP. And it's, to me, a little bit of a late season award because these people cast their ballots, what, like week 18? So if Joe Burrow ends this ends the year he's already playing better than he was last year i think by all these metrics so if he ends the year the same way he ended last year then i think he's got a really good shot but all that said i still think matt patrick mahomes is the favorite for good reason to be honest i know this is a Bengals yeah. podcast i just think he's on pace for like five thousand six thousand yards and 50 touchdowns that's that's it's gonna be tough to uh compete to that even even if you do everything right so you need him to take a small step back or something or six thousand yards himself but that's tough
1: yeah nothing against Patrick Mahomes we know this guy is good uh every time the Bengals play him I'm terrified of what's going to happen these uh two first half court two first halves they've had to play them AFC championship game the game last year I was like go ahead wrap it up I don't want to see the end of this game it's going to be absolutely brutal and uh you know, he's having himself a season. As you mentioned, one of his number one weapons is no longer there. They keep moving. They keep rolling on. You do have a guy in Travis Kelsey. So I don't want that to be overlooked when you think of some of the playmakers out there. And some of the guys are just really surprising when it comes to their offensive weapons. Um, it won't be easy facing this team. And I, I, I agree with you right now. It's Patrick Mahomes. I, I just, you know, I, I feel like Joe, Joe deserves a little, little more credit now. And, and we're going to get to more of the Jamar Chase being without him. Maybe that's what's going to help this offense in the future when Jamar Chase does return because you've had to play without your guy, your number think, one guy?
2: Just to add to that, I think it looks like a much better offense, Even even though that Falcons game was awesome. I think a lot of that was Jamar being awesome. I think this offense now – looks like a really good unit and you're gonna drop Jamar into that. I hope they keep doing similar stuff to what they're doing now and you just add on a little bit of Jamar stuff because what they're doing now is just more sound and put together and creative and interesting. Talk about that Joe Mixon dig route with a <laughs> Tyler Boyd choice route right underneath. That's awesome stuff. So if they're gonna add Jamar Chase just right into there and keep this offense rolling the same way. I think this is a better unit. This is what we talked about. It's they grew as a team because of the Jamar Chase injury, because they had to find a way to win without him.
1: I think if anybody would have told you in those three games, they could go two and one, they would have taken it in a heartbeat. Um, I know it's not guaranteed. We're gonna get to more of the Jamar Chase outlook. We get to our next segment on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati.